Roadman, listen up. I want to talk to you today about three little tips and hacks for improving your sleep. Let's cue the intro. The big question is this. How do we use cycling as a tool to improve our health, our happiness, and our longevity? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Anthony Walsh, and welcome to the Roadman Podcast. Hello Roadman, welcome back to another Roadman Bites short form podcast. I hope everybody had a chance to listen back to the long form podcast this Wednesday gone that was with performance nutritionist and nutritionist to the stars, Barry Murray. I love when people say that, nutritionist to the stars. What does it mean? It doesn't really mean anything, but it's just one of those titles. Barry has worked with some super successful riders from Steve Cummins to, you know, the BMC squad, Luke Durbridge, a bunch of other guys. Worked very closely with them and he's got some amazing results and it was great to have a chance to pick his brain and just see, you know dig into some of the myths that we have around nutrition because i think it's one of those areas it's almost like politics that it's so loaded and people are so defensive of certain food groups who knew that something like a macronutrient engendered such passion why are we so passionate about carbs folks like i like a pizza or a a baguette or a bagel as much as the next man but i don't have this almost militant like obsession with it a little bit bizarre but Sure, look, there you go. And when uh, research comes along that contradicts people's militant obsession, they dig their heels in and they're often not very open to understanding or changing their habits. So that's definitely something I found feedback and blowback from the Wednesday podcast. And I'm sure as more people listen, I will continue to get more feedback. And I do love getting DMs and stuff from you guys. I don't always get a chance to write back to them. You know, some days there's just, there could be a couple of hundred DMs. So I don't get a chance to write back to them all, but please do send them. I try my very best to write back to them all, even if it's not at the day. You might get a message back from me two months later when I'm just, you know, sitting on a bus somewhere and I'm flicking through them all. There we go. Today I want to talk to you about sleep and I've three little sleep hacks that I think can really improve the quality of your life because if you make these little changes, change your day, it really does change your life. Uh, Before I jump into that, I just want to give you that gentle quick reminder about patreon.com forward slash Anthony underscore Walsh. Patreon, it's the place that it's the heartbeat of this. It's the engine. It's what keeps us ticking. It's, you know, there's no ad revenue on this podcast. There's no sponsors on this podcast. If you're listening to a Joe Rogan podcast, you're going through 10 minutes of sponsors at the start. We don't have show sponsors. What keeps us going is your kind donations. So, Please, I would encourage you to head on over there and make one of those kind donations. The price of buying me a beer helps keep this podcast going. If you've donated already, I thank you very much for that. Today's topic is super important. It's short form again, so we're not going to dive into the crazy depths, but maybe this is one that in a couple of weeks' time we do take a full look on. Because I know Matt Walker, if anyone is a reader or if anyone... Audible's great as well. Get Audible on your phone if you're out training on your own and you can hammer through books. Cycling gives you the gift of time, folks. Audible, uh, Matt Walker, Why We Sleep is a great book and a lot of the stuff on the importance of sleep is covered in Matt Walker's book and so I'm not going to get into that today. What I want to talk to you about today is ways to improve your sleep and give you three real tangible ways to improve it. 
There's one real sciencey word in there, and I know if you're anything like me, if you hear a word that you don't understand, everything after that word, your brain just shuts off and you stop listening. It's like when you're talking to a car salesman or something, they start with this techno babble of, you know, V8. So it's like, gone. I have no idea what you're talking about. You've lost me because you've started using techno babble. So I want to head this one off at the door because it's the only sort of word that will put you off in this. It's melatonin. And when you hear the word melatonin, it's a hormone that enhances your sleep. So without melatonin, we have very poor or broken sleep. In the presence of melatonin, we have very good and peaceful sleep. That's the prerequisite to understanding what I'm going to talk about here. Uh, So eating going to bed is kind of it's nearly covering i want to give you three tips here and both tip number one and tip number two are both relating to eating around bed because if you have something like you know i know it's common for a lot of people to have like a bowl of cereal going to bed or you know a sandwich something like that because they think they'll be hungry during the night but in fact the exact opposite is true if you eat going to bed what happens is your blood sugars are raised so obviously you're in bed sleeping for two three hours and you're not eating uh, while you're in bed so you enter into a hypoglycemic state that's just a state of low blood sugar what typically happens during the day if we have a state of low blood sugar you know everyone calls this the 11 a.m dip you want to go and reach for that sugary snack you want to go and reach for a carb as a bit of a pick-me-up but you're in bed you obviously can't do that so a couple of things will happen one you might wake up hungry the next morning absolutely starving you have those mornings when you just get up and you can't get to the breakfast counter fast enough or secondly actually might wake up with hunger pangs in the night and both those are related to that hypoglycemic state so it's really important that we don't put ourselves into that hypoglycemic state because apart from making it making us hungry what it does is it affects the quality of our sleep so when we talk about sleep there's obviously two variables there's quality and there's quantity the matt walker book is brilliant on the importance of quantity eight hours is the quantity we need and he explains brilliantly why we need that i'm talking about things that affect the quality of the sleep so eating sugar eating the bowl of cereal before bed it's going to put us into that hypoglycemic low blood sugar state a couple of hours after we fall asleep and that really affects the quality of our sleep so that's a no-go no-go the second reason we shouldn't eat on the way into bed so you know within i'm talking 60 minutes 60 70 minutes before bed is blood sugar inhibits the production so blood sugar turns off the production of our sleep hormone melatonin we need melatonin to get quality sleep without melatonin yeah we can get asleep but the sleep is broken it's disturbed and if you have any of these sleep trackers on we don't get the same regenerative quality so if we think back to something that i'm always harping on about in this podcast training gives us the possibility to get faster like if we smash ourselves in a vo2 max session that doesn't make us faster that makes us weaker it gives the possibility to get faster when we couple that with recovery and sleep is the absolute like it's the cornerstone of our recovery it's the most important thing by a mile so when you're eating sugar going to bed it's inhibiting the production of melatonin which is affecting the quality of our sleep which has the knock-on effect of uh, not giving us that proper recovery and not getting the benefit from the training session we have done so you want your melatonin as high as you can going to bed to enhance the quality of your sleep and that leads me on to my third point on this it's another one around melatonin blue light and screens inhibit the production of melatonin so if you're looking at your phone if you're looking at tv if you're on the laptop ipad in the hours leading up to bed 
that stops the production of melatonin. Now, if you think about why this is true from sort of an ancestral standpoint, for the entire history of humanity, the sun illuminated the sky all day. As the sun started creeping down and getting lower and lower and lower, that was our body's trigger to start going, okay, it's nighttime, the sun goes down at night, and our body started ramping up production of melatonin as the sun go, went down. So the sun and your melatonin level were inversely correlated. One went up, one went down. Now, recent uh, recent phenomenon is blue light. When I say recent, you know, the last 100 years is blue light. And it's getting worse, obviously, with phones and iPads. So now the sun starts going down. Our body goes, woohoo, it's time to ramp up melatonin. Right, so we start ramping up melatonin, ramping up melatonin, and then you flick on the Champions League on your HD 62-inch TV, and your body goes, oh, shit, I must have been wrong. If there's light, maybe the sun isn't going down. Maybe it was going behind a cloud. Let's switch off the production of melatonin. And so the net result of all this is we're going to bed in the evening after watching TV and having a snack we're absolutely ruining the quality of our sleep and if we're a time crunched athlete and we're someone looking to get the most out of our training the most bang for our buck this is an absolute disaster because we're trying our best all day to juggle meetings family everything to get that 60 to 90 minute session in and we're getting that 60 to 90 minute session in but we're not getting the full benefit of the 60 to 90 minute session because our sleep quality is impaired folks that was a slightly heavier roadman bites podcast but i think it it's a very important one so just to wrap up and summarize those three action points you need the first two are both the same action from you don't eat before bed because it's going to stick you into a hypoglycemic state and it's going to inhibit the production of melatonin secondly or thirdly blue light is going to inhibit the production of melatonin so you know what i'm gonna I'll, i'll try and figure out Give me a few days and I will stick in, check on Roadman Resources back in a few days and I will stick a set of blue light blocking glasses in there. So how you can get around this is blue light blocking glasses uh, in the evening. That's I throw them on as soon as it gets dark every night, blue light blockers go on. And also set an evening alarm for yourself. So about 60 to 90 minutes before your bedtime, an alarm goes off on your phone just the same as it would when you're waking up in the morning. And the alarm means it's time to get off screens turn off phones you know you can even turn off lights in the apartment start dimming them start using things like candle light and that just gets us back closer to the ancestral living ramps up melatonin production and helps you sleep much much better folks this has been the roadman short form bites podcast i will stick the blue light blockers into roadman resources and i'm gonna chat to you tomorrow enjoy your day